Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Luke Owen, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce my guest at this time, the king of the mountain, possibly the greatest wrestler of his generation, Mr. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff, how are you today? Luke, you have, you still lie. <laughs> You're continuing to lie. No. How you doing? It's been a while. It has been a while. As we were saying earlier, it's about 2018 since the last time we saw each other wow. in person. In the uh, heat wave of that summer, we were just chatting about That's right, that. Yeah, no. Good to see you again. Very uh, nice to see you uh, as well. Uh, Manchester, we were. Yeah, but a little bit different circumstances. Yes. Did you think that we would be talking about Wembley Stadium? Not not arena. <laughs> no. Wembley Stadium. Do you know what? I keep saying, when they made the announcement, I kept reading it as arena. Being like, oh, Wembley Arena. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're booking Wembley Arena. And then they see, I can't be, surely not Wembley Stadium. But for you, for you, it's a no-brainer, right? How about that? It's amazing, though. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you really think about, well, I'll say our history, but my history uh, in the UK market, um, it was back to 93 is the first time I wrestled here. So one year after the, the prior Wembley Stadium mm. show. So you kind of put it into context and um, AEW, the ITV relationship. I'll just kind of say where wrestling's at, where Wrestle Talk's at. Just the, the growth. Uh, we've obviously moved into the digital age, uh, but it is, uh, in so many ways, for me, surreal mm-hmm. that uh, history's going to be made. Uh, Wembley 100, uh, but with with you know, me and you could probably talk the entire interview about Wembley Stadium and how the stars have aligned, but. Uh, yeah, it's, it will be a, a truly historic night, uh, not just for London or the United Kingdom, but really from a global perspective. People from all over the world are coming in, stars from all over the world, VIPs, uh, a who's who list, who wants to come. Uh, on that prior interview I did, they were like, who do you think is going to come? I said, Mr. Tumble's right at the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a chuckle out of that, but no, it, 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 it is... Look, it's amazing. It truly is. You know, if, as a former promoter yourself, like when, when Tony Khan said, oh, we're going to book Wembley Stadium, did you think, that's an insane idea because it's, it's so big? Or did you think, hey, he's a genius. He's easily going to sell that place out. You know, the expectations. I don't think anybody had any idea. If they say, yeah, it's, you know, because, okay, 40,000, 50,000, that's a massive success. Mm. Uh, then it's 60, then 70, and now, you know, I, I think when it's all said and done, um, you won't be able to get a ticket. 
I, I truly think as the momentum is built, but to answer your question, um, <clears throat> and I've always said this on many interviews, <clears throat> without um, risk, there is no reward. And the greater the risk, the greater reward. So with the promoter mentality, uh, I loved it when I heard that's a big step. That's mm. a massive step. That's going to be, in a lot of ways, a controversial step. I'm sure, you know, as a journalist, it, it's it's y'all's job in a way to, yeah. I don't want to say poke holes, but, you know. Uh, well, we had discussions about, like, the is naysayers. it even possible to even sell out that many tickets? Or, like, what is success? What does it look like? Right. Everything's relative. Mm. Um, but here we are, you know, yeah. less than a month away uh, and on track uh, to truly break every attendance record um, and that takes in a lot of ground. Mm -hmm. It takes in a lot of ground. So uh, I'm very grateful to be a part of it. So, I mean, hopefully to be a part of the show itself. Do you have like any matches that you would like to do? Anyone you'd like to face if you were to be part of the All In Look, card? It, it, you just said it earlier. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm not even a former promoter. I'm a promoter. I'm a third generation promoter. I've always got ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it goes without saying. Um, but it's a spectacle. Just to be a part of it in any shape, form, or fashion uh, is pretty unique. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people feel that way. So as the card rolls out, I think it's going to be very interesting uh, on how that um, transpires. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, arriving here in the U.K. and, and at baggage claim, um, I had people come up to me and, and ask just that. Hey, just between me and you, what's going on? I'm like... You think I'm going to tell you here baggage claim, <laughs> but no, it's 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 uh, it's amazing. Well, you know, just the the uh, the who's who, the VIP list that's going to be there. We were just chatting offline. Uh, I think Mr. Grealish, uh, he needs a guitar shot. Uh, but no, I, I've heard uh, folks uh, literally from all walks of life, uh, whether it's a wrestling fan or uh, uh, an A-lister or an influencer. Um, there's people flying in uh, from all over the world to be here. So it is, uh, and you know, when you think about Wembley, uh, again, just kind of how the stars align, it's Wembley 100, 100 years. So um, it's so special, it's hard to put into words coming from someone that, uh, you know, the first match I went to, my grandmother was a promoter uh, in a small high school gym um, in, in, in Tennessee. So uh, it's, it's special. Can I give you my pitch for what I'd like to see Jeff Jarrett? I would love to hear it. All in. Okay, so picture this. It's Jeff Jarrett versus Jay Lethal versus Sanjay Dutt versus Satnam Singh <laughs> versus Orange Cassidy, international title, King of the Mountain match. Oh, wow. There you have it. He's booked it. Luke has booked the match. <laughs> Satnam, come on now. Satnam, that, he missed it. That's the great, I mean, because you've got a lot of history. If I'm, no, this correctly, you've got the most wins in the King of the Mountain match. I'll leave that up to you for you to determine that. <laughs> Pretty sure I checked that earlier. Okay. That's correct. Jay Lethal's got a lot of experience in it. Yeah. Sanjay has. Satnam sings the wild card in there. He just walk up and hang that belt up. Yeah. And you've got Orange Cassidy against all four of you. And Orange always finds a way to win, does he not? <laughs> He's on a winning streak. Uh, you know, we, uh, we're having tongue-in-cheek. Pretty unique group, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about this, this group. Do you have a team name, and why isn't it Team TNA? Uh, I think it's much bigger than that. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I do. Um, right. We've kicked around a few different names. Um, uh, there's a few guys in the back that have... Uh, 
tongue in cheek, but then not tongue in cheek and say, uh, here comes heat, there goes heat. Here comes heat, there goes heat. Um, it's a special group. It really, our history, both professionally and privately, you know, me and Sanjay have worked together for years. Me and Jay go back to, you know, you can call it scouting, but I worked with him up in Wayne, New Jersey. Mm. Um, you know, obviously Karen, my wife, Satnam, I'm a, I may be the biggest fan of India as it relates to professional wrestling, anybody in the world. So just the uniqueness of the group, the diversity of the group, none of us are anywhere close to being, you know, alike as it relates to on-screen on persona. But it it is something that uh, has really captured the audience's imagination because you never, ever know what you're going to get with our group. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, can you give us a bit of an explanation? What are some of the team names you have kicked around? Oh, I can't let you in on that. Because <laughs> then people would start voting. I like this. Do you have a team name? Oh, uh, uh, Russell Talk? No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, well, we, For we, our group. We refer to you as Team TNA. Okay. And that's only because, like, I've, I'm a big TNA mark. I got so, you. So, like, I, you know, I'm I, I, hear like, you. I see you, I see Jay, I see Sanjay. I and see. I'm like, that's Team TNA. Like, mm -hmm. that's my era of TNA, no less, as well. So, that's what we always refer Fair to enough. you as. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> and you got a big match this coming Wednesday as well up against the Elite. How about that? Yeah. You and Kenny in the ring. You and the, you and the Bucks in the ring. Well, actually, you have former stable mates with the Bucks at one point in yes. Bullet Club. Uh, what what you, do you think about that matchup? I mean, I like I like it. Anytime I see Jeff Jarrett on TV, I think it's going to be great. But anytime <laughs> I see the Elite on TV, I'm always really excited. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think yeah. they're in a, a very unique team, a very special team. Yeah. And it is one of those, I kind of other things I great thing about AEW is every week on Dynamite or on Collision, there's always this like, well, that's an interesting matchup I hadn't considered before. Yes. And yeah, I, I think I'm really excited for that, it. That, I think that's where, you know, you chalk it up, uh, reading the online comments. I got a few texts when I woke up here in London. Hey, I saw the matchup. Um, you know, it was posted in, in America uh, late Sunday evening. So uh, I'll, I can always get a pretty good gauge of um, the curiosity factor. Mm -hmm. And again, I think this checks all the boxes. Like. Kenny Omega in the ring with Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> the Young Bucks in the ring with Satnam Singh. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a uniqueness. So, uh, and, and look, the, the, the show's very special. Uh, and again, we have so many kind of unique shows and this summer is crazy from Forbidden Door, uh, our tour of Canada, and now this is, you know, Dynamite 200. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's a milestone show uh, in Tampa. That's where Jay's lived for many years, so yeah. A six-man tag uh, with Sanjay and Karen outside the ring. <laughs> Gonna be fireworks. <laughs> um, you haven't been on Collision yet, as uh, I don't think you've been on that. Do, do you know what the differences are? Like, what do, what do you feel uh, the differences was, are between Dynamite and Collision? Well, I you've was, been on the show. I was on. I was there for the first, first one. one. You haven't uh, like had a match. Did, did a, yeah. a pre-tape that? Um, oh, I, we promoted the concession stand brawl. That's it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but um, look, uh, it's it, it's always a challenge when you have you know, under the same banner, you, you got to have, each show needs to have their own personality. I think Collision has come out of the gate uh, with its own personality, but it is so early, you know, mm -hmm. it's uh, what, six shows old yeah, maybe? Yeah, so, yeah. so there's going to be a pacing that continues to work its way out. Dynamite um, has, like we just mentioned, 200, 199 episodes under it. When you look at the amount of, and I'm not discounting Rampage, and that's a one-hour show on Fridays, and but it's it's taped on the same night most of the time as as Dynamite, so the pacing ha you have to take that into account. When you have two standalone shows, 
it's obviously doubled our prime time coverage. So that I believe Dynamite is moving into an era that it will take on a new personality just because you're, you know, I don't want to say taking half the roster because guys are working both, but you're doubling your primetime coverage. So when you, when you have that, I think Dynamite's going to take on a new personality, and I think Collision. Collision, the shiny new object in the room, is always going to lot of eyeballs. I've been super impressed with uh, the, the, uh, the pacing. I don't want to say it's, you know, they've had a lot of wrestling, but but I, I think the, the pacing of it, because they've had their their talk and their in-ring and, and the promos and all that, but uh, I, I think the era of AEW that we just launched as it goes into Collision is really taking the brand to a whole nother level. Um, I think you look at Wembley. It's, it, it's, it's a milestone show, and seven days later, we're going to be right back in Chicago uh, doing the fifth anniversary of that event. So it's a special time to be um, not just in AEW, but in the industry. You guys, I don't have to tell you, yeah, yeah. super successful right now, right? Continues yeah. to grow from where you were in 2017. <laughs> we just talked about that. Can I get a loan? Um, I, I, I want your bo- No, I'll, I'll, I'll make some calls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, actually, I do have to ask you, because you mentioned the concession stand brawl that you did with Mark Briscoe. Yeah. Like, the stuff you were doing with Mark, like, the, the, you got a lot of praise online for the stuff <laughs> down at the Briscoe farm and everything. How fun was that filming with the Briscoe family and, you know, with the respects to Jay and everything, and with Jay's relationship with, with Jay Briscoe, no less. How much, like, did it mean to you? How much fun was it? That's right up my alley. You you know my career. That um, you know that that is something that if 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 you would have had your crew doc style just on that day of we'll call it production, I think people would would in, in a lot of ways just kind of be in amazement how you wouldn't have known when the camera was on and off. That kind of that banner, you know, the the authenticity that went into that. There wasn't, uh, and I've been on a lot of shoots in my career that, mm. I, you know, I hate to say it, but the reality is take one, take two, take three, take four, take five, take six. There was never any of that. They just kind of turned the cameras on and we just kind of rolled through it. And, you know, you got to block shots and stuff like that. But, and I don't want to say it was all ad lib, but for the most part, it really was. Um, Papa Briscoe. Uh, the lines that they delivered about the two clowns down there and which one, that's all off the cuff. Um, me mistaking the baby uh, for a little girl and, and Mark, that, that was all authentic. <laughs> um, when the shoot was about over, I walked past the riding lawnmower and uh, I said, hey, Mark, uh, the key's in that. He just kind of <laughs> double taken me and he goes, you're not really. And I said, oh yeah, I'm really. <laughs> and so I got on it. And not far from that was the tractor. And Sotland looked at me and I said, can you drive it? <laughs> he looked back there and he said, yeah. And Sanjay's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And Sotland, you know, he came to America when he's a kid, but you know, he comes from a small village in India that farmed. Mm. So it wasn't the first time he had driven a tractor. So all those little bits and pieces that came into it really made for some magical TV, mm. and I'm glad that everybody enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, is I think it's when we see a different side to Jeff Jarrett in this because it reminded me a lot of I believe it was the Slammiversary. You and Karen were doing your honeymoon at Universal Studios, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and the skits there, and you mentioned it's like it doesn't pretty, it does just feels like all ad libbing, yeah, ad libbing, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. kind of the same thing with those skits. Yeah, 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 and that that's something that um, you know it goes without saying. I love the in ring product. It's my first love. When I was a kid, I dreamed of having matches. Uh, but once you kind of get into the business and understand it, the, the, the real character development or the real emotional connection that, look, I'm still the biggest wrestling fan, but when I watch it, you get emotionally connected to a, to, to a character on TV through those type of, um, you know, pieces, personality, character development, you know. It's the things that people remember. Oh, without question. Taking us to a farm and seeing, um, that's, that's another funny story. Uh, San, Sanjay trying to buy overalls in, in the D.C. area for Sottenham. They don't make them that same. <laughs> Call up Jay Lethal down in Tampa. Went to a Tampa Walmart. Yep. <laughs> Just right off the rack, Sottenham's uh, overalls. So those kind of things and seeing Sottenham and Sanjay in overalls and Jay in his sport coat and me and <laughs> just the whole thing is good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, I, I mean, I could sort of talk about TNA, but I won't. I, okay. I, won't, I won't just keep, keep bringing up some TNA stuff. Um, but I did want to ask you about your theme song. Now, if you don't mind, I'm, I do apologize. I'm going to bring up my phone for a second. Oh, boy. Because I love the My World song. I think a lot of people do. Um, but I, I want to ask you about these lyrics. So, the earth is not your place. The pale skin is on your face. If you step inside with me, you will see a king. He ain't dead. He is Jeff. Can you want to talk us through what those lyrics might mean? He ain't dead, he is Jeff. 
So what is your question? Well, what, what are those lyrics? Oh, sorry, I dropped my pen there. What do those lyrics mean? He ain't dead, he is Jeff. It's something that my friends and I have been quite obsessed with over the last you know, 20 plus years. He ain't dead, yeah. he is Jeff. Can I give you a little inside track? I, absolutely, I would do. In writing that song, I think uh, it, the, the uh, he ain't dead, he ain't the rock. Did you ever hear that version of it? Oh, yes. That's really rung a bell with me, actually. I completely I think that was that. out. And The Rock is trademarked. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I think we went back in. And, uh, um, and, 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 and the way the artist, Dale, sang it, he had originally written it. Um, I don't mind after hum it, but but uh, that last line we tweaked a couple of a couple of different ways, uh, but but that was, you know, at TNA, my world, the mm -hmm. whole theme hit it. Uh, the top riff is something that to me is it grabs. Okay, we know he's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So what your question is? What does that? What mean? does that mean? What does it mean to you? That song, in a lot of ways, uh, has become kind of my anthem, my identity of um, when, when the red light's on, that is my world. Mm -hmm. I, I am very comfortable in, in that world. And the red light could come on right now, literally right now in my mind that, okay, this is my world doing, doing promos or in the ring or doing media or whatever it may be. I, I, I just have a comfort level. Uh, and I think that's where the whole my world comes from. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I can tell you a little story. Uh, it's unique, we're, we're coming up, I think, to, Today is the one-year anniversary of Ric Flair's last match. Is it ready today? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's the one-year anniversary. And last year when we, you know, go to the ring, uh, Jay Lethal goes to the ring, and me and Karen go to the ring, and then I was outside the ring talking trash and Conrad and all that, and Jay leans over to Karen and says, he's lost his mind. Like, what is he doing out there? And Karen turned around and said, hmm, welcome to my world. Just kind of, uh, but, but she, it wasn't yeah, welcome yeah. to her world. It was welcome to my world. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's doing. So that's, that's kind of the, the whole mentality. You have wrestled, I mean, five decades uh, in Easy range. now, let's not. <laughs> but it's everywhere. It's WCW, it's WWF, yeah. it's WWA, it's TNA, it's New Japan. How, is, how different is AEW compared to the other places that you have wrestled in around the world? The athleticism without question is, uh, and in TNA, we had a lot of great athletes, but you know, as we were going the brand, we, ha we had a mix as much as, and we have a mix here, but the athletic um, ability uh, of the roster top to bottom is incredible. I mean, you just talked about this Wednesday, uh, stepping in the ring with Kenny and, and uh, Matt and Nick. The athleticism is something that jumps off the page at me. Uh, the diversity, you know, you, you look at the luchadors, uh, several, they're just super talented. You, you look at the young guys that, um, I mean, we could go on and on. Ricky Stark, Sammy Guevara, I mean, just that entire list. Uh, Orange Cassidy, I don't think gets enough credit for his in-ring ability because he is such an over-the-top persona. But, it, you know, the athletic ability is, is second to none. Um, the pacing, and it's it's something that um, I'm well aware of, we'll call them veterans or seasoned vets or old timers that they used to be called, that would, uh, I don't wanna say fight, fight against the grain of progression, but I'm well aware that it's up to me to adapt. Mm -hmm. uh, you try to stop time, that's delusional. So uh, what I try to do is, is how do I compete in today's environment 
and it ups it ups my game. I, I get the butter, butterflies in my stomach just like I did 20 years ago before a, a big world title match, and that's something that the AEW roster, if the competitiveness. And I've always said that's a very, very healthy environment that guys want to go out and every promotion I've been in, whether it's WWF, 90s, WCW, you named them all. If you can create a competitive environment, then you, you that translates to revenue. Mm-hmm. And, and we have a very, very competitive, super competitive locker room. The company came under a bit of criticism last week. Um, there was a sign that said, you know, treat the women's division better. You, uh, with your background in TNA and you know, being a promoter there, the knockouts was one of the things you were so heavily praised for because you put women front and center. Yeah. And like, they often outdrew uh, the men in terms of like demos and things like that. Where do you fall on the criticisms that AEW have had recently with regards to its women's division? Okay, so this is, um, that's a loaded question. It's, it doesn't have to be. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I'm, but here's where I, I'm going with it. The, you know, um, the way social media to me has progressed and evolved. I think there's, you have to, in my opinion, you have to have an understanding on reading it in that um, it's not just the professional wrestling industry. You know, here in the United Kingdom, I hear uh, there's a hot button called politics. Uh, I'm saying that sarcastically, but in America, the political, so so the divisiveness, um, the ability to hey, I'm going to tell you something and you better agree with me. And if you don't agree with me, shame on you. That permeates society now. So that's obviously in social media. So I think you have to take whatever opinion is given on social media, you have to take that with a grain of salt and really try to drill down and say, okay, Twitter is, uh, and I'm a, I'm a data junkie, I'm an OCD, I'm dialed into that. But Twitter has an audience that has one mindset, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube comments, I'm sure. They're all diverse and, and they're, they're not universal opinion. It's, you, you can break it all up. So the criticism you have to take is one metric. Um, I still believe at the end of the day, the best barometer is going out into a live arena with your paying audience. And I think there's a huge disconnect when you have, it's, it's essentially a paying audience versus a non-paying audience. And uh, a lot of times, you know, you go to the Ric Flair match, and I'm just using that because that just popped back in my brain, the criticism that was received. I think there's a couple of different buckets, people that were there live, people that watched it on pay-per-view, and people that saw clips on, uh, you know, o- online. And then there's some people that just read about that hadn't seen any of the three. They all have a different set point, all have a viewpoint. So I respect all of them, but also have to take into account as a 37-year veteran, when you really, really drill down, listen to your audience and then make up the best decision. So as it relates to the AEW criticism, they're gonna criticize it this week and next week they could be universally praising it. So you have to take the yin and the yang. You have Mm -hmm. to take the good and the bad and just kind of move through it. Uh, You cannot discount it. If you just completely sweep it under the rug, that doesn't do your business any good. But you also have to learn how how to filter it as well. 
I mean, coming from WCW as well, like that had its fair share of criticisms. You were sure. <laughs> um, just recently, the Dark Side of the Ring episode about Bash of the Beach 2000, uh, which you were a part of, like that, you know, has had a, a, a lot of a whole episode dedicated to. It. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, I, I got to ask, what was your memories of that day? Oh, and 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 I don't know what will make it on the. Uh... Uh, the program, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, there was they spent a day at my house and we talked about it. I've done a podcast mm -hmm. on it. I've done kind of multiple podcasts around that era. Must be something uh, you'd start talking about it. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, no, it, it, it was such a surreal day because to this day, I still don't think that you know the main players were Hulk, Eric, and Russo. Uh, those three were all in a different place in their head. And I don't think any of the three woke up that day or got to the building that day and said, I'm out to screw this guy. They all really thought I'm going to make the best decision I can for, 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 for me and my family. Unfortunately, the culture of the, 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 the company at the time was in such disarray that here we are 23 years later yeah. making a dark side of the ring. And, you know, I was a pawn. In, in a lot of ways in that position that I was damned if I do and damned if I don't. Uh, it, it, but I'll say this, and one of the quotes I use, I, I still think when you kind of look at the history of WCW, and it's not that long, WCW is kind of a short window when you look at it. You know, it went out in 2001. I'm not sure what what year did it? Uh, did well, Nitro started in 96. But so, so, okay, so even if you want to just give the Nitro years, five years. Mm -hmm the rocket ship that went up and the rocket ship that went down and all the, everything that went into it, that bash at the beach day is such a microcosm. I, I, I think it just really amplifies that was a huge black eye on the industry. You know, I don't like that I was a part of it, but that's got to take the good with the bad in my <laughs> career. And you've had a lot of good as well. I mean, I, we had a question on a, the podcast recently that I, I, I wanted to ask you about. They were asking, how do you think a wrestler will get local town heat when doing the Wembley show? So, you know, like if you're in America, you could just go and be like, your local sports team sucks and you get the, the local booze and everything. How, as someone who has no heat there, heat, there goes heat, how do you get that at Wembley? Like, as a guy who's done a lot of heat, how do you think you would try and get heat doing, doing the Wembley show? Well, number one, in any set of circumstances, it's your opponent. You, you have to kind of start with your opponent uh, and, and the position that, that, that he's positioned is. That, that's the first set point. And then also in, in a stadium show, and this is something that I think um, a lot of guys that haven't worked stadium shows, it's going to be a bit of a learning curve. Uh, you know, you, you, it's no secret. Our business is a lot of theatrics. Mm. In a stadium, uh, again, I was taught this, Jerry Lawler, my father, Jackie Fargo at a very young age, when you're working inside a ring, you, you don't work to the front row, you work to the back row. When you're working to the back row in Wembley Stadium, <laughs> yeah. that's a long way off. So you have to have that mentality. And so I think body language, you know, body language is, they say 65% of all communication. Mm -hmm. If you really soak that in, uh, in a stadium, you better have the right body language. And that's something that, you know, I've learned through the years. So. Again, storyline going into it is 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 such a big part of it as well. One of my last questions I've got for you is: uh, AEW has done a great job of legs uh, honoring the legacy of Owen Hart yeah, with yeah. The, the 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 cup and everything for the both the men and the the women. Someone who had a very close relationship uh, with Owen, 
how much does it mean to you how much AEW has done in honoring him, putting him in the video game and g giving him a whole tournament? Huge. I mean, I can't tell you, I was, you know, not a part of AEW when the announcement was made. Um, you know, f f Martha and, and we got to literally catch up with Oge and Athena. And look, we, we've stayed in contact, but haven't seen each other. Uh, but I got to see them in Vegas uh, a couple of months ago for the first time in a while. Um, but, you know, the first time since the AEW relationship, it just, I can't put it into words. It does my heart so good that, you know, for years and years and years, every interview I did, people like, Owen, what a river he is, what a practical joker, and, I, you know, can you tell us a funny Owen story, all that, and I'll, or, or even when I would, they would get into, can you tell us his style, and I always wanted to directly go to Owen Hart, the human being. I've never met anybody like Owen since, and I haven't, you know, uh, I, I just, he had more integrity that you just don't run across. I'm not just saying not just in the wrestling business, but across the board. Wonderful human being, incredible talent, but you know, for AEW to to put the the foundation that that's how Owen still affects people to this day and and for generations to come. So Martha and her team, um, it's just it it is. I'm so proud to be. Uh, I'm proud of Martha. I'm, I'm proud of AEW um, that they really continue to shine a, a light on the legacy of Owen and, and not just his in-ring contributions. Would it, how would it, much would it mean for you to be part of the tournament? You know, we had a lot of comments being like, Jeff should be part of the tournament, he should win. And I was like, oh, but he's, he's such a good heel. Like it's <laughs> hard to win that tournament as a heel. Oh, it, that, you know, I'll, I'll take that uh, as it comes, but... <laughs> Uh, you know, I can say this, if I ever entered into that tournament, without question, I would be channeling my inner Owen. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. I would uh, <clears throat> I would make Owen Hart the uh, protagonist, I mean, the antagonist, uh, I'd make him proud. <laughs> last question for you, Jeff. Before I let You've you already said that. Okay. Well, no, this, I, I said this was going to be one of my last I'm questions. Kidding. This is my Let's actual last question. Let's keep rolling. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I could talk to you for another hour. But we have, I, unfortunately, I have not got that time. There's still tickets available for All In. Not many. Nope. It's going to make history. But if, you, if someone's on the fence, you know, with the people watching this who might be on the fence about buying a ticket, what would you, Jeff Jarrett, promoter, wrestler, uh, wrestling personality, what would you say to convince someone who might be on the fence about buying a ticket for All In? It's really simple. Do you want to be a part of history and truly be able to say, I was there when professional wrestling history was made? I, to me, it's that simple. It's not a match. It's not a character. It's not a storyline. It's do you want to be truly witness history? How many times can you say that in, in my life, in the opportunity for for you know, not just professional wrestling, I'm talking about any form of live event. It's very, very hard to say, I was at that event when history was made. That, that to me is, whether you're a AEW fan, a WWE fan, a football fan, a music fan, it doesn't matter. If you wanna be a part of history, I suggest you be there. And tickets, uh, it will sell out. Jeff Jarrett, thank you so much for your thank time. Thank you, appreciate Absolute that. Pleasure. Yeah, thank you.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.